Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. And from the freezing cold weather yesterday to the wet windy day today, Peter Dowder joins me to talk about all things in the garden, even though I don't think people are doing much gardening today. Uh, Good afternoon to you, Peter. It's wet, windy and still a bit cold, Trish. Yeah, yeah There's not too yeah. much gardening being done. No, not yeah. today. But I was making the point that when I got up yesterday morning, it was minus four degrees. And when I got up this morning, it was plus eight. I mean, just in 24 hours, you know, 12 degrees of a difference. Yeah, it's a huge difference. And um, uh, the, the frost now that we've had, the kind of minus two, minus threes and minus fours over the last couple of nights, will have, will have put the garden to sleep for the winter and not before time either, Trish, because, uh, I mean, we're into December and it, it's about time we got a a bit of cold to, to slow everything down. I, it, I don't think the the change, even though a 12 degree change in 24 hours is dramatic, I don't think that's going to, to wake them up yet, hopefully. Anyway. Yeah. OK, there's, uh, there's a couple of people worried about begonias, so I'll put the two questions together. Uh, is it OK to let begonias in pots dry out in a polytunnel over winter? While um, another listener wants to know where should I store my begonia tubers for winter? Is a sh- an outside shed OK? Well, yes is the answer to both, actually. Both, two easy questions to start with, Trish. Um, so, yeah, if you have if you have begonias, the tuberous begonias uh, growing in pots uh, and you can you have the facility to bring those pots in and, and let the compost and that dry out in a tunnel during the winter, well, that's absolutely perfect conditions for them, really. You don't need to take them out of that. Um, and similarly, with the garden shed, if you have tuberous begonias growing in, in pots or in the, the ground, um, 
if it's there in pots, you can just move pot and all into the garden shed, same as with the tunnel, and that'll be fine. It's the easiest way to do it. But if they're in the ground or you don't want to bring the pots in, just take the tubers out. Now, the, 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 the foliage and the flowers will have very dramatically turned to mush over the last couple of days. They will have gone from being green and maybe a bit of flower to, to brown mush overnight. Um, so take, take the tubers up if you want to. Let them dry out for a couple of days. Uh, wrap them in a bit of bit of brown paper or straw or newspaper, anything like that. Just something to keep them dry. Uh, and and into the the garden shed, it'll be fine. Or if you don't have a garden shed, you know any any kind of cool cool dry cupboard would would be fine. I couldn't believe how mine disappeared overnight on the the, the first of the hard frosts. I mean, literally, I got up in the morning, I looked out the window, and they had been still. Some of them were still in flower the day before, and literally, as you've described, they went into mush. Yeah, it's very dramatic, isn't it? Yeah, you think they, they might die, they might die off gradually, but no, they don't. Okay, uh, Edward has a waterlogged section of his lawn. It's always been there. He's wondering: is there anything that can be done to sort it out long term? That's it. For I suppose for Edward, uh, Edward is similar to lots of people in the country right at the moment. Lots of people have waterlogged patches in the garden at the moment, but that's because we've had such excessive, excessive rain, and we're we're getting more of it now today. But he says it's there long term, so. With, it's impossible for me to say without seeing it, but when you have waterlogged areas like that, it's caused by norm, normally caused by one of two things. So it's it's caused by compacted soil underneath, which is where, as it sounds, the soil has got compacted from overuse of heavy machinery, perhaps during building works, particularly if it's a relatively new house where you'd have had heavy machinery going over. That leads to compacted soil. Um, that's fixable. You can you can excavate, you can dig down, you can improve the soil structure by, by adding organic matter and, you know, improving the aeration uh, in the soil and the porosity of the soil. That will help uh, to alleviate soil compaction issues and and thus improve drainage by adding more grit and stuff into, into the soil there if it's soil compaction. However, your other the other possibility is, and obviously I don't know the garden, don't know where he is, but if it could well be a water table issue where the, the water table is simply up that high. Um, and if that's the case, then I'm afraid really that the, there's nothing you can do. It's, you're, you know, you're fighting against nature, so you're not going to win that one. So you've kind of got to work with nature. I think if it's, a, if it's a water, an area of the garden that's waterlogged because of the high water table, I think you need to look at plants that actually like those conditions as, a tro- as opposed to trying to change the conditions, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. OK, Caroline says, question for Peter, please. Um, when can I move my camellia? It's only a few years old, but the leaves have gone very pale. Thank you and happy Christmas to all from Caroline. Happy Christmas to Caroline too. Um, the that's my first time saying happy Christmas this year. Yeah, just realised. Yeah. Yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. go. Uh, I know you're. I know you've been probably saying it since October because yeah. you're you're a Christmas addict. <laughs> um, so, but back to Caroline's camellia. So, if it's showing yellowing in the leaves, that is showing that it's not overly happy and probably lacking in a bit of iron. So, moving it would be good advice. Um, the fact that it's only a few years there is good because moving an established camellia, you know. It does bring the more established the plant is. So in other words, the longer the plant is there, the bigger the risk of failure when you move it. So if it's only a few years, move as big a root ball as you can uh, with the plant. So if you can imagine dropping a piece of string from the outermost leaf, well, that's your root zone. That's the root ball you want to get that kind of size. The more, the better. Uh, you want this this frost now, this cold weather is, has been a help, but it, I would say leave it a while longer. Leave it to January, I would say, till it gets really, really, really cold or we've had it, it's had more of a chance to go dormant move it during January but there is a risk I'm afraid even then that you will lose it but that's the right time and that's 
not that old. So I'd say hopefully you should be successful, but there is a risk. OK, Jennifer cut her roses back hard just before the hard frost and she's now fearful has she done damage? No, nope, not at all. That'll, nope. be, that'll be absolutely fine. You've, you've, you've cut off all the growth. So like it, 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 the, the rose has gone to sleep for the winter, so it should be absolutely fine. Hi, is this from Margaret? Hi, Peter. When is the best time to prune holly? Is it after Christmas when the berries are gone? I want to prune it so that it will produce berries for next year. Uh, you you have a short enough window there. You need to you need to if you want to berries for next year. You want to prune it fairly so just after the berries this year, if you like. So kind of January time, but a light pruning because you don't want to prune too hard to remove to remove any of of uh, this next twenty twenty four flowers, if you like. So a light prune in January, February. You can prune it hard if you want, but then you do risk not having berries the following year. So if you do want berries the following year, I would say give it a light prune in kind of January, February. Okay, I'm always fearful that this might be uh, Google predicts. Is there such a thing as a mother-in-law tongue plant? There is, oh, there is, there is. Somebody You're right know, for being fearful. Somebody wants to know, I thought maybe the tongue had come out of something else. How do I look after it, please, says the listener. <laughs> There's nothing to it. It's, a, it's, a, it's an indoor plant, a house plant. It's the uh, easiest plant in the world to to to. to to care for you just you know give it give it a bit drop of water i would say once a week uh, but even though i don't like giving advice like that because it might be once a week in your house it might need it less often in my house or in another house it might need it more often depending on the, how warm and dry the house is um i would err very much on the side of underwatering they don't need huge amounts of of direct sunlight either they're a very good plant a very easy plant and what's what's particularly good about them uh, trish is that they are they're constantly giving off oxygen. So indoor plants, as you know, are probably the best air purifiers that we can get, better than any of the electronic gadgets, just indoor plants inside. They suck all the, the nasties out of the air and in return give us fresh, free oxygen all the time. But many plants then, there's a period during the night where most plants become net CO2 contributors. It's only marginal, but they do give off CO2 as they're respiring. Uh, the mother-in-law's tongue is one that doesn't. It's constantly uh, giving off oxygen. So it's a brilliant one to have in the bedroom as well because it's constantly cleaning the air and giving us all fresh oxygen. But very, very little maintenance to it, really. Because you are a mine of information. OK, and a, a festive one. Is a warm sitting room the best place for a Christmas poncettia that I've received as a present this morning, says a listener? You very kindly called me mine of information and then you come in with a question about poncettias. Because <laughs> you're not great with the poncettias. <laughs> reg, reg, regular listeners will well know that Peter isn't brilliant with poncettias, no. So the answer, the textbook answer to the question is yes, a warm sitting room with plenty of direct sunlight for your poncettia that doesn't like to be any kind of in, in any kind of a draft. So near an opening window or an opening door is a big no-no but the most important thing Trish and I think you know what I'm going to say is where you get it and when you get it that the damage hasn't been already done so when you're buying it buy it from um, like if you go into a garden centre as opposed to a supermarket and I'm not dismissing all the supermarkets before the phones go mad but if you go into a good independent garden centre they should know how to how to store and how to care for poncettia so that in other words it won't be next to uh, the fridges in the supermarket where you've cold air blowing at it and hot air from the from the motors. It should be in, in a very constant and consistent atmosphere. When you're buying your poncettia, if you're not sure, just give it a shake in the shop. If it starts dropping its leaves, leave it behind you. You don't want it because it won't get better, won't improve. So once you get it home, if it's in good condition, the plant, when you buy it, 
warm living room, as the question asks, perfect, plenty of sunshine um, and, and a bit of tepid water as opposed to cold water, if you don't mind. Because it'll, it can drop its leaves very dramatically. It's the fussiest plant I have ever come across in yeah. my life. Yeah, so if, if it gets drafty or the fluctuating temperature is too much or the water is too cold, anything. But but once you get it, once you once you do get it, and I take my hat off to my mother-in-law who has managed to get a Ponsettia going for the last few years and I'm well sure done. she takes great delight in showing it to me. Um, uh, once you do get it in somewhere that it likes, don't move it. Yeah, because you will see that in some supermarkets. Um, there's one in particular I know, and it they 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 always have the pansettias right beside the electronic doors. So there's a constant yes. breeze. You're thinking, oh god, how long are they going to survive? And they look absolutely gorgeous. And and then there's a preference for I think a white and a red one together. They're absolutely stunning. I love them too. And just like that, I was in the local supermarket to me at the weekend. And just as you say, next to the the automatic doors. And uh, because they're all wrapped in these plastic sleeves, they look perfect and they look like they're fine. You take the sleeve off, half the leaves come with it and then you've wasted your money, I'm afraid. OK, listen, we've got to leave it there. Thank you for that. And uh, thanks pleasure. for joining thanks, us. Trish. And we'll talk again uh, next week. That is uh, Peter Dowdle, the theirishgardener.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.